Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Welcome to another episode of You Made Me Watch with yes. your hosts, Allison Bobbitt and Mike Bobbitt. Right. Yeah. And this week, Allison, you made me watch Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey. And what an incredible journey it was. It was. It is incredible. It's actually based on a true story. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah. Let me find the actual story. Okay. Good research beforehand. I know. But yeah. It, Way to be prepared. Listen. You're hurtful. It was, actually. It was based on a true story that actually did happen. I know it is a remake of a 1963, I believe, Disney movie. The biggest differences are in the original version, the animals did not talk. Uh, There is just narration kind of explaining what was going on. And in this one, the animals are voiced by Sally Field playing Sassy the Cat, Michael J. Fox playing Chance the Dog, and the late, great Donna Michi playing Shadow the Dog. Robert Hayes, who plays Ted Stryker in the Airplane and Airplane 2 movies, plays the dad who... Um, uh, takes his family to San Francisco and they can't bring their pets. Uh, so the pets go to live with Gene Smart for a couple of weeks from Designing Women. Mm-hmm. The pets escape because they're very dumb mm-hmm. and they don't understand things. And they try to go back home to, I, I guess it's Oregon where they're living at the beginning. Yeah, I think. So that's the entire movie. Basically, the animals are trying to get back home to their people because they don't really understand what's going on. So this is basically a movie telling people that their pets aren't nearly as smart as they think they are. I could tell you that. I've seen Chewy inhale food and then spew it right back out of his mouth like a turkey baster and then eat it up a second time. This is me vamping for time. I know. I'm so sorry. (laughs) You know what? I might be wrong about the incredible journey being based on a true story. What was that? Hold on. It may, I may not be correct about. No, how did you word it the first time? I might be wrong. Right. <laughs> Hold on. Let me see here. I remember as a little kid thinking that it was based on a true story. What do you think my biggest strength as a husband is? I think it's my ability to admit that I'm wrong when I'm wrong. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> yeah. I'm very good at admitting when I'm wrong. After a while, yes, you are. And I'm also very good at admitting that I have a senile old brain and that when you tell me something is different, I I'm like, well, I don't remember that, but you're probably right. I love you. So the animals were based on her actual animals, but they didn't actually 
make their way across the wilderness to get back to them. So the it's based on the fact that there are actually dogs and cats in real life. Yes, basically. She well it says that um she based the fictional story on the animal she and her husband owned while living in Canada, a bull terrier, a Siamese cat, and a young lab, which are different animals than were in the 1963 original. I believe so, yes. No, I'm telling you. Anyway. So this was fun. There's definitely a theme going on the movies that you're making me watch versus the movies I'm making you watch. Yes. Well, so many of the movies that I watched when I was older, you've already seen. I know. So I have to find movies that you wouldn't have watched. A lot of them are mostly kids' movies because you wouldn't have been interested in watching them. I can't wait until you make me watch an adult movie. Not like an adult movie. I should make you watch an adult movie. We should watch Dr. Penetration. Oh. It's my all-time favorite porn. That sounds great. It's one of those funny ones. Oh. Yeah. Well, okay. I would watch it. Yeah. It's funny. So anyone who's just like, ooh, let's listen to people that we don't know talk about Homeward Bound, we're just all of a sudden like, oops, this guy just mentioned porn. <laughs> let's Yeah. Let's They're like, oh, oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. Okay. Homeward Bound could also be the title of Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, Lord. Because it's about bondage. It is about bondage. So these these animals have a few like snags in the wilderness, like much fewer than you would have anticipated, I would say, considering they're literally going through the Sierra mountain range. Yeah, they do pretty well. They avoid bears. I have an issue with the bear sequence. Oh, this is when you talk about how racist you are. Go ahead. No. Okay, so there's two black bears that are playing that are like the one dog chance voiced by Michael J. Fox, is trying to catch this fish that's flopping around on the ground. And these two bears are like, oh, for me. And he's like, get out of here. You know, this is my fish. And they run up trees. But then another bear comes out, which I think is supposed to be the mama bear, but it's a big ass brown bear. They're not the same types of bears. And also, I learned a thing that I think you, we should pass on to our listeners. Brown, get down. Black, attack. And white, give up the fight or something like that okay so like if you see a brown bear you're supposed to play dead Mm -hmm. a black bear you're supposed to make yourself big and kind of like scary and shout at it Mm. and a polar bear uh i don't think there's a way to get away from a polar bear (laughs) yeah based on watching the revenant with uh leonardo dicaprio i don't (laughs) think there is yeah i think he tries to play dead and i think he tries to fight it and uh that cg bear fucks him (laughs) (laughs) um so they see bears they run away from the bears they get stuck in a river and sassy the cat goes over a waterfall and survives yeah which i don't aid of a uh the unabomber out in the middle of the woods (laughs) Well, here's the thing is she goes over the waterfall and then ends up like way the hell down the river. Well, that's how currents work. Yeah. Yeah. But like wash up on the shore. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know that she would have made it. No. no. I don't. And it's not a huge waterfall, but it's still like. It was pretty big. Like if I fell over that waterfall, I could die. It looked like it was at least 30 or 40 feet. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. When we lived in L.A., remember when the cat fell out of the <gasps> third floor window? It was the fourth floor. Fourth floor window. Okay. Yes. In the middle of the night, we, um, or not the middle of the it night. It was but, the middle, and it was okay. like two in the morning. Saw a cat that looked like our cat Gizmo 
outside. Because it was meowing at our window. Right. So ran outside to see if it was Gizmo and it wasn't, but it was a cat that fell out of our neighbor's window. I don't think we realized that it had fallen. Well, we saw the screen and we were as like, soon as we went outside. Yeah. We were like, did this cat fall? And we were like, it couldn't have fallen. Like it wouldn't have. But we took it to the vet mm-hmm. and apparently... The vet was saying, like, if cats fall from shorter distances, they're more likely to get hurt. But if they fall from, like, four stories up, then they're... Able to correct. Yeah, they're able to correct their landing. So... Yeah. Yeah. We we asked our uh, building manager, like, do you know who, whose cat this is? And she was like, no. She didn't realize that it was, like, one of our neighbor's cats. And then the net, like, we took it to the animal shelter and the next day we saw like uh, or i heard a girl outside crying looking for a cat oh, and i'm yeah, like that's right there wasn't like, the screen then yeah okay no the screen was there like she got home the screen was missing from her window and so was her cat and so she was outside fucking sobbing because she thought her cat died and i'm like no 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 like we took it to the animal shelter because we didn't know who it belonged to like i was making a found poster for the cat when she was when i heard her outside and she went to go get her cat and it was in the cage with another kitten. And so she ended up adopting that kitten to go with her cat. So the point is we're heroes. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Just like everyone in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of like, how do people let animals get away this easily? This is why our cats are indoor cats. Mm-hmm. Our cats are very dumb. I don't think our cats could survive outside of our yard. They couldn't survive in our yard. No. They would. <laughs> They would starve to death. Speaking of getting lost, though, I fed our cats, our fat fucking cats, <laughs> when they found the missing girl in the middle of the woods. And I thought, oh, this is going to take some time to wrap up. And when I came back from feeding the cats, which really didn't take that long, they already wrapped up that little subplot of the girl missing in the woods. Yeah, it was very quick. They basically are like... Here's a little girl. The next shot is, oh, I can hear the search party calling for her. Let's go get her. Then there's like one more scene with a little girl and then she's found and it's fine. How did she get lost in the woods? Did she escape a pedophile? <laughs> I hope not. Well, no. Like, oh, it, you hope not? I hope you not. You hope that she had well, I hope that she was not the victim. prisoner by a pedophile? No, I That's hope that- That's horrible, Allison. Oh my God. I hope that she was never- We have a child. <sighs> I hope that she was not abducted by a pedophile. It was just her parents looking for her. So I assume they were probably camping or like she might have wandered off like they live nearby and she wandered into the wilderness. Like maybe it was a stepdad situation. No, because the dad is like, thank you for helping me find my little girl to the dog because, you know, dogs can hear you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dogs have ears. Yeah. Did you do any other research about dogs? Shut up. Uh... But I do like the part where Shadow is like seriously up on like a like a ridge above the search party and starts barking and the dad is walking behind them and he turns around and he's like, what's up, old boy? Like he can fucking see that it's an older dog from like down there. And it wasn't really, Shadow wasn't really played by an older dog because he didn't have that white goatee thing that dogs get that I love no, so much I in know. older animals. I feel like they whited up his face a little bit in some shots. I don't know. But it was- Probably played by multiple labs. Probably played, yeah. yeah. But he was definitely like laid by a younger dog. Like he wasn't an oh, old yeah. dog. So I was looking at IMDb trivia 
mm-hmm. for this. And most of the trivia for the movie is all about how they very safely and practically got all of the special effects and how they shot everything so that the animals would not be harmed at all. Mm-hmm. And it ends with kind of a thank you note from the Oregon Humane Society thanking the filmmakers for taking extra care for the treatment of the animals, which I thought was really nice. Yeah, I noticed that, that they're like, we want to thank you for being so like kind. and Right. Usually it's one of the last things that you'll see in movie credits mm-hmm. is no animals were harmed. But this one kind of starts with it and yeah. sort of like an extra special message was... I thought was really good. Like yeah. they really had, they really went above and beyond, at least according to IMDb trivia, yeah, that they to did. make sure that the animals were never in distress. Which is good considering they, they are appearing to be in distress several times. Right. You know, like with the cat, you know, she falls into a, you know, a river and that's how she goes over the waterfall. So like you can kind of tell in some shots that it's like a fake cat that they're just kind of bobbing up and down in the water. But Mm -hmm. it's like, I mean, there are shots where the cat only has its head above water and is meowing. It's like a close up. Right. Where I'm sure they're holding the cat, but... Well, we saw that whole splash tank thing at uh, Universal Studios mm-hmm. where they yeah, shoot like most stuff. Yeah. yeah. So it could even have been a close-up there with just some sort of painted background to look mm-hmm. like wilderness. And, you know, you just make waves in it and yeah. have a handler right off of camera shot. To yeah, just holding thing. or, yeah. you know, just being right there so that, you know, the cat is okay. Which is very funny to me that that lake at Universal Studios overlooks the cabin from the John Candy movie Great Outdoors. <laughs> yes, it does. So anytime I think of anything that's shot to look like it's in mm-hmm. the ocean or whatever, knowing that it's shot at this lake at, at this Universal Studios fake, with this giant green It's basically blue a pool. It's a it's a giant pool. Right. That's only like a foot and a half deep tops. Oh, it might be deeper than that. Maybe two feet. I don't know. It's but, not very deep. Yeah. But yeah, with like a giant blue screen in the back of it. Yeah, just knowing how close that is to other things is really funny to me. It is really funny. It's yeah. right next to... Going into the Fast and the Furious Going ride. into the Fast and the Furious yeah. ride. And it's also like right down the street from the uh, plane crash. From War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds, yeah. Which is also interesting to be on that ride and then look up the hill and see the houses that are up there, like on the up on the mountain of Universal. Like, do you remember that? No. Like, so we would be driving through the plane crash. But if you look up the mountain a little ways outside of Universal Studios, there's like one or two big fat mansions. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so it's like, how crazy must that be to wake up and look down at a plane crash every day? That'd be, I would like it. <laughs> I would like I would like it, yeah. too. It would be pretty awesome. I mean, a fake plane crash. It is. A, it, exactly. Yeah. It's a fake plane crash. But it's done amazingly well. Like, right. it's very awesome looking. Yeah. It, it's kind of neat. I don't remember the movie that came out. A few years ago, uh, was it a dog's life or something like that? Where they put a dog for real in distress, which is just insane to me that here's this movie that was made in 1993 Mm -hmm. where they didn't have the special effects that they have nowadays. Mm -hmm. And they took extra care to make sure that all of these animals were safe. But nowadays you have all the CG and stuff and they really put dogs in distress to make this movie about dogs. I know. So 
fucked up. It was really, it was really a bummer because like you could kind of see that the handler was like getting impatient with the dog, and mm-hmm. at least in the video I saw where he's like, just get in, and he's like, I mean, he's still holding him and being like, look, you're fine, you're fine, but the dog's like freaking out, so it's right. like going back to Universal Studios. I really like the animal stunt show that they did. They do have a very cool animal stunt show. Yeah, that Universal was fun. Studios is the best. It really is. They used to have like owls and like all these really awesome birds fly over the crowd and then they would like carry an owl down and be like here he is it was freaking awesome of course this is a disney film not a universal film that's true i guess we are (laughs) talking a big game about universal's great this is a disney film though but yeah step it up disney seriously fucking walt disney (laughs) let's not hate on disney you sexist walt Disney not hiring female animators. I don't think they have that problem anymore. Oh, no, not at all. But yeah, like actual Walt Disney was kind of a dick. Yeah. You know what, Disney? (laughs) 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 The people who work in the park can't point to things with one finger. Yes. Like they're supposed to point with two fingers. Two fingers or more. And the statue of Walt Disney at the beginning of Disneyland has two fingers there. And apparently there was cig- a cigarette there used to be in there. a cigarette in yeah. there, yeah. Yeah. That's why they can't do one one finger. They have to... Mime having a, mime c- having a cigarette in their yeah. hand. Uh, which I think is really, really funny. Don't smoke. I don't smoke. Don't vape. I haven't vaped. Oh, to the listeners. I'm like, I don't. Why are you yelling at me? Smoking is bad. Vaping is bad, too. (sighs) These kids today. I know. They're bubblegum vape. (laughs) That stuff's illegal now, isn't it? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Yeah. At least, I think in our state, anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, this was... uh, It has a happy ending, so don't freak out when you see... Because there's... Well, I knew that nothing bad would happen, because Disney only kills the parent animals. Correct. (laughs) Correct. Although Shadow being kind of like the father figure of the three animals, mm-hmm. I could have seen where they would have killed him killed off, him off. But I'm glad they didn't. Yeah. But you already told me that everything was going to be fine. Yeah, like I knew how you spoiled it for me. I did, but it was I still cried at the end. I know. I did. I know. It's emotional. You're very emotional. I am. I like this a lot more than Babes in Toyland. Well, that's good. I'm glad. Yeah. You seemed angry about Babes in Toyland. I wasn't angry. You you had moments where you were like, what the? Okay. Like, you were not thrilled with Babes in Toyland. I enjoyed how uh, cheesy it was. It was cheesy. But this wasn't really cheesy. This was a pretty good movie. Yeah. I think yeah. it's heartwarming. It's very heartwarming. The acting's really good. The voice acting is... Yeah. It took me a little while to get into it, but once I got into it, I was pretty cool with it. Mm-hmm. I can't figure out how there's a sequel. I have no interest in watching the oh. sequel. The sequel just kind of makes me feel like Home Alone 2, where it's like, yeah. really? Like, how does this happen again? Yeah. Um, I don't think I ever saw the sequel to it. I don't think I was interested in it. I was like, I don't want to watch these animals get lost again. Right. That's torture. Because I remember the first time I saw this in the theater, I was sobbing the whole time. And it's 1993, so I'm probably only 10 or 11. Yeah. And I just was sitting there, like, 
devastated the entire time. I cried. I remember this movie was the first movie that in the theater I was crying. The first movie I remember crying in the theater on additional viewings, too, Mm -hmm. was E.T., which I saw, again, probably when I was like 10 or 11. So same as when you saw this. So even though I know that E.T. is going to be okay at the end, I remember going out to the lobby of the Oakland Mall movie theater and just kind of having myself a little cry. And then going back in once E.T. was okay. (laughs) Oh, honey. Yeah. I did cry multiple times. Like when we rented this from Blockbuster. Or no, we we rented from Movie Mania for a long time. I wonder if I would still cry during E.T. I bet you would. I'm very emotional, too. You are. I think my biggest strength as a husband. Is, what? is how open I am with my feelings. Yeah, you yeah. are open with your feelings. Yeah, I'm open <laughs> with a lot of things. <laughs> uh, Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. This is a. It's um. It's it's a tearjerker, but I think it's also like. It, I mean, it's also kind of about like Chance the dog learning to like love his family. Yeah. Like. Yeah, at the beginning, I was just like, oh, fuck you, Chance. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Well, he's kind of just like, meh, whatever. Like, they just left us. It's no, you know, that's just how it is. You shouldn't love people. You shouldn't care about people. So it's really the story of Chance overcome his speciesism. Yeah, basically. He learns to like cats and humans. He does. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he learns to appreciate Sassy for her superior hunting skills. Which is basically her just touching her paw to the surface of the water and somehow just getting a pile of fish in front of everyone. Yeah, this movie has a lot of nice little themes that they don't really beat you over the head with the messages and stuff. Mm -hmm. But there's are a lot of positive takeaways from this. Yeah. I would have liked it more if maybe somehow they made all of the animals talk. Oh, like the bears and... And the fish. Where the no. Like if the fish could be like, stop eating me. No. Stop it. I have a family. No. What are you doing? We're going to eat them too. I was in the... No. My children. We're going to... Why did they get Jewish all of a sudden? I don't know. I don't know either. That's... I don't know. Okay. Gefilte fish. You're, you're a gefilte fish. Yeah, I think it has a lot of good messages. It's about being faithful. It's about learning to love your family and doing the right thing, you know, because they saved that little girl. Yeah. And, you know, it's also about, you know, like the the human family where the kids kind of learn to love Bob, the the new stepdad. Well, he's a hero. He landed that plane when there was the food poisoning. <laughs> no, he didn't. It's a different movie. And it looks like he got over the trauma that he faced flying over Mucho Grande. <laughs> I love you. I love you. You're so great. <laughs> Robert Hayes. Robert Hayes. It's a it's a good flick though. I think it's it's a good family movie. It is. Little kids will probably cry, but I think Yeah, but it's a good cry. It's a good cry. It's because you're like, oh, you know, I'm sad because I think, you know, these animals are hurt or microdosing children with sadness isn't necessarily a bad thing. I don't think it is either. I mean, I know it sounds kind of harsh, but, you know, I think kids need to know sadness and learn how to deal with it. Yeah. 
to know like it's okay that you're crying because I think I don't think my mom was like oh my god stop crying you know when right. when we were watching it she was like it's okay to be sad it's okay to be scared mm-hmm. you know and it's okay to deal with it by crying I'm looking forward to showing this to Benji one day oh good I'm glad because I really yeah. I, this is one that I would really like to show him yeah I think you would like it I'm on board okay okay and I'm glad that you liked it because what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> well, I'm glad that you liked it because I know a lot of the movies that I'm going to pick out are like kids movies. So I don't know how into it you're going to be. And then also like the ones that are more adult themed. I feel like they're going to be movies that I liked, but you're going to be like, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, I really hope that next time it's your turn to pick, we watch something that isn't rated G. I think I'm going to have us watch Dumb and Dumber. Okay. But I don't know that you're going to like it. I'm going to say right now, I think my ranking for the three will go Homeward Bound, Dumb and Dumber, <laughs> followed closely behind the Wizard of Mez. Wizard of Mez. <laughs> it's called Babes in Toyland. Babes in Toyland. I think I will end up liking Homeward Bound more than I'll like Dumb and Dumber. Oh, I'm sure you will. I, yeah. I don't think you're going to like it that much. But it's a, it's a delightful movie, I think. I mean, it's stupid, but I like it. I like, uh, not Jim Carrey, who's the... Uh, Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels, mm-hmm. duh. I like Jeff Daniels generally. Yeah, he's great. And he's Michigan, so... Yeah. Did know. I ever tell you the story? But then of- again, so is Dax Shepard, and you oh, know how God. I feel about that Chips movie. I know, but Dax Shepard's a good guy. Yeah, Dax Shepard seems like a great guy, but mm-hmm. that Chips movie... I know, you did not like it. fucking angry about I that. I know, you'll never stop being angry about Mm-mm. it. But... Jeff Daniels. Um, so my godmother and her kids and my godfather all live in Chelsea, Michigan, which is where Jeff Daniels is from. So my the eldest daughter, Sally, I believe when she went to prom, it wasn't her, but it was some of her friends um, at her high school didn't have dates for prom. So they were like, oh, we'll just all go stay. So Jeff Daniels took a bunch of high school girls Well, you just prom? let me finish the story. It's very what sweet. What the fuck? I don't... So they're all out to eat for prom, and Jeff Daniels was at the restaurant, and he came over, or, you know, they were like, oh, Jeff Daniels is here, and he's really nice to everybody there. So it came out that they were going to prom themselves, and he was like, well, I'll take you. So he went to their prom with them, and, like, people were kind of freaking out, like, oh, my God, you know, can I get a picture with you? And he was like, ah, oh, you know, I'm with these ladies. So, you know, he wasn't really, like, making it all about him. He was like just there so that they could have like a really fun memorable prom yeah so it's like a really sweet jeff daniels story yeah did he take their virginities ew no <laughs> jeff daniels is an angel okay he also used to um go to central michigan university a lot and talk to i guess the like writing students or film students a bunch like he'd He'd go there and have like little seminars because when Randy went there, he um, went to a couple of them, I think. Or Remember um, when I did Dr. Grins the one time and whatever the eccentric rich guy in Grand Rapids paid for? I always want to say it's Larry Thomas, but that's not his last name. Mm. The guy who played the soup Nazi in Seinfeld. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rented him for the weekend. So he who shall not be named that we know here rented Jeff Daniels to go to a hockey game with him and his kids yeah isn't that weird remember that story yeah when he told that story yeah yeah it was oh, okay our, okay our dinner's here our dinner has arrived all right so this was you made me watch you made me watch homeward bound the incredible journey okay bye, bye. <laughs>